0: Today's sermon is actually directed or for those who are actually in search or who want to be in marriage, who want a life partner. We can title it as Choosing the Right Life Partner. It's for the youth or people who are in search of a life partner. So I've decided to make it a family or a family Sunday where we just look at issues that pertain to family building, and how the Word of God perceives it, or how it puts it, and how we should do it. We shall read the Bible from the first book of Thessalonians. We shall read chapter 4. We start from verse 1 to verse 8, and I will read. Now then, brothers and sisters, because of the Lord Jesus Christ, we ask and encourage you to excel in living a God-pleasing life even more than you already do. Do this the way we taught you. You know what orders we gave you through the Lord Jesus Christ. It is God's will that you keep away from sexual sin as a mark of your devotion to Him. Each of you should know that finding a husband wife for yourself is to be done in a holy and honorable way, not in the passionate, lustful way of the people who don't know God. No one should take advantage of or exploit other believers that way. The Lord is the one who punishes other people or who punishes people for all these things. We've already told you and warned you about this. God didn't call us to be sexually immoral, but to be holy. Therefore, whoever rejects this order is not rejecting human authority, but God who gives you his holy spirit can we pray father god thank you for your word that we have read now made minister to us and can you just talk to us god what you are saying about the issue of relationships in these difficult times in the name of jesus christ amen most of us if not all of us have been in this issue of wanting to have a life partner It is either as a baby or as you grow up. From a young age, you know that one day you will have a wife if you are male, and you will have a a husband if you are female. It's something that is inbuilt, is in our veins, is what we are. But we have seen things happening around us. Experience has given us a negative perspective about uh, relationships. The way people divorce, the level of a household abuse, a wife abusing a man and a man abusing the wife. People living together without love, you find others just staying together just because they're saying we are doing it for the sake of our kids. There is absolutely no love. Family has lost its value. We can see that people try to make things work, but things are not working. So, this has given an opportunity to people who came or who, who have come now to give advice. These are people who actually give advice. Some of that advice is toxic because it's based on negative life experience relating to relationships. And some of it is good. We cannot say everything that is available is wrong or is bad, but some of it is good and is healing and making relationships to be good. But today I want us to focus on what the Word of God is saying as we have read. This letter that we just read, the first book of Thessalonians, is written by Paul. He's writing to the church in Thessalonica. The letter had to be delivered by Timothy and Silas Silas, as it is stated in the first (coughs) chapter of Thessalonians. When Paul is writing, he's saying to them in the first chapter, in the chapter that we read, He's just directing them on sexual purity or in a way that glorifies God, keeping away from sexual sins. That's what he says in the second verse. Now, what Paul says, we go down now to this thing. He's talking about that we shouldn't take a a, a wife based on passionate lust. What is lust? Lust is just a desire, is a sexual desire. Sexually uh, driven love, actually, it's just based on sex. People that engage in a relationship for sexual matters. We can expand lust to include other things like people being selfish because lust is based on selfishness. As long as I get what is beautiful from this person and once I have it, then I've got whatever I need and I can go ahead. So we are warned, Paul is saying, that this does not honor God. Relationships that are based on sexual desires do not honor God because... If you look at how sexuality comes into play, if you base your relationship, I think experience has told you, if you base your relationship on sexual on sex, it has a problem because the sexual uh, sexuality blurs your understanding of what God wants to do or what he actually evaluate to that person. So the sexual drives or the sexual desires are, are, are come into play in our times from different perspectives, from the internet, from the phones, from uh, television as you watch TV, you those commercials that are actually luring you into desiring that sexual feeling. And all those things that are there on the net, as I've said, and also on TV t- as the they play what you read, all those things, they make us to think in a way that is sexually driven. And also, you should know that the way, I must say, we can also add that the way people dress also drives us into thinking in sexual way. For men, if they see a woman, not everyone, I must say, but for men, most men, they will look and think about whatever they see, maybe the lady is stressing, is dressed in a way that is so tight that actually maybe is revealing. And it brings an influence or an attitude that I want to taste whatever is there or I want to own that particular person which is not what God desires. So that relationship, even if the people or the person goes ahead and uh, dates the person and they actually fall in love, you find that one of the people is not actually looking into making a permanent, steady relationship. But what he's looking into is to have a sexual relation with that person. So we shouldn't have relationships that are based on lust. That's what the Bible is saying. If you are a young person or if you are unmarried, married and you want to engage in a relationship, make sure that it is not based on sexual desires or it is be- it should not be based on lust. It should be based on love. The Bible says in uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4, marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexual immor- immoral. So, people, we have to honor the marriage bed. Sex can only be for those who are married. If you are not married, you are not to engage in sexual relations. Because the marriage bed must be honored by all. It includes those who are married and those who are not married. They should just honor the bear, the, 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 the marriage bed. If you engage in sexual relations, if you are married, it should be with your wife only now, if you are not married, just forget about it. Now we know that people they talk about dating, that I should date someone and be in a relationship. Actually, even if we are we engage in sexual relations, we have agreed that we let's do it. Nobody's raping anybody that is against the Bible, and that relationship is not based on on the word of God, but is based on sexual uh, desires or on lust. Lust should not drive you young person to fall in love with anybody. It should never be driven by lust. Now I want to talk about the foundation of the direction to the right life partner. There are things that you need to know that will cement your faith in your choosing the right partner. If you're going to follow this, it's going to help you to make intelligent decisions that honor God. You will engage in a relationship that honors God because you follow these basic steps. If you read the Bible in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, the Bible says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Remember the first verse, it said, now faith is the the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You are sure of whatever is there, but it does not exist. That is faith. It does not, you, you don't see it. Like we have faith in God. We have faith in God. We see his ways, but we have never seen God. So in other words, we have to believe that God exists. So this is based on faith. As Hebrews 6 says, uh, 11 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Those who earnestly seek him. So if you have a relationship that you build outside of faith, It does not please God. This is what the verses say. So you need faith to have a relationship that honors God. You need faith in God. Have faith in God. You should know that if you have faith in God, He's going to Order your steps in the right direction. Know this, that God knows you 10 years from now, 10, 60 years from now, how old, when you are a granny, how you're going to be, how, wh- whatever you are. So God knows everything that you are. You have to have faith in this God. So in other words, If we can just say, not in other words, if we can just go to the Bible in the book of Psalm 139, it reveals God's knowledge about humanity. He knows everything about us. If you read 139 Psalm verse 16, it says, Your eyes saw my unfolded body, all the days ordained for me when written in your book before one of them came to be. If you read the whole uh, Psalm 139, it reveals God's knowledge about human beings, about you. God knows everything about you, every every everything about you. God, He knows how you will be old, how how your wrinkles will come into play, how 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 much weight you will gain if you gain weight, and all those things. God knows, even your character, he knows how you will behave five years from now. So know that God knows everything about you. Having said that, you also need to know that God will give you the right partner in your life. So if he knows you, all your emotions, how you react, how old you are, what you like, what you don't like, what you you dream, what the other person dreams, God knows all those things, so it is actually better to come to God. If you read the Bible in the book of John 4 verse 18, you get to understand that it is possible to be in a relationship with a wrong person. Jesus says to that woman, The the fact is, you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. You are speaking to the woman. Woman at the well that is Jesus Christ she thought you can see that her life she had been trying quite a number of relationships with people who thought whom she thought they were the right people but she actually was with the fifth person and that person Jesus Christ says it's not the right person so you can't be in a relationship with a person that is not for you you can uh, uh adjust to all the needs and all the things, but God is knows very well that is not your person. so what does this actually mean? It actually reveals that God knows your life partner God knows your wife if you are a boy, God knows your husband if you are a woman God knows him. You you might be here in your country or externally, but God knows your partner. The one who matches you exactly, just like a puzzle that fits, a piece of a puzzle that fits exactly where it belongs. God knows that. You should know that God knows everything about you and God knows the right person for you. Just like Jesus told that woman. Also, believe That God has the best for you. He says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So God has a future for you that he knows and that is a good future. So do not be afraid to come to this God to talk to him about a life partner. Do not be afraid to come to God and tell him, I want to get married. Please, God, give. And you can even state your your things that you want. It doesn't mean that because you have stated it, God is surprised. God knew. The Bible says he knows even our words before we speak. So just have a warm an open relationship with God, knowing that he knows everything and he desires the best for you. He wants you to be the best. Because the mistake that people make or that we make as human beings is that God is going to give us a lady, if you are a boy, that is not beautiful or one that does not meet my standards. I want to bring to your attention that God knows what you need and will give you exactly what will satisfy your heart or what will meet your needs. So God will guide you to the right person. Now, I want to come now, how do you know that this is the right person? You have involved God, you have prayed, you have fasted, uh, you have have the faith in God. And now there are these so many ladies or there are so many brothers who propose to you how do you know that this is the one I'm going to uh, engage or to open up into my life? How do you know that? We want to a way that honors God. So the Bible says we should do things according to faith. And we know God wants us to have a good relationship. Now, how do we do it? Now, the church has actually embraced some other worldly things. The Bible states that we should not be conformed to the pattern of this world. That is very deep. We should not do things as the world does if we are people of faith. We are not expected to bring uh, to 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 do as the world does one of the beliefs in the african con- uh, context in the country where i am in is that if you want to get married to someone it is always good to have um, yeah, to have sexual relations actually before you commit some of the cultures they say that and there are some theories a uh, lot of theories that say how will you know that she will give you uh, kids if you just wait until the wedding day god gives the Special gifts to people at the right time because he knows they are going to be in a good condition that he gives to them. So God knows you have to evolve him in your life. The first thing that you need to do is that you need to pray for your partner. You need to pray for your partner. This is not something that you need to do because you are going to get married next week or next year. Just make it your habit as you grow. If you are still young, maybe at school or even young, just pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. What should you pray for? You pray if you want someone who is working. Just pray for his success. Pray that he gets a job. Pray that he goes to university if you want somebody who has been to university. Pray for the life of that person, for his health, for his well-being. Actually, even pray that he does not engage in toxic relationships that are going to destroy his emotions such that you find him in a bad state. This refers to him or her depending if or, or, or on the gender you are in. Pray to God that God help protect my wife wherever she is. You are young, maybe 20 years old or 18. God protect my wife wherever she is. If she's in a college, God, I pray that you protect her from boys that will come propose for sexual relations. Protect her. Make her actually be strong enough to say no to those boys and just make them to to fear them, to fear her. Because you are praying for your life partner. These are things of faith. These are things of faith. We don't just come uh, now. Uh, oh, I like this. No. You pray about a relationship. Make it your habit to pray for your future partner. I, I exhort young people. Please pray for your partner. Pray that he gets a job. Pray that he manages finances properly, no toxic relationships, such that you get him in the right condition spiritually and having a warm, loving heart. The other thing is the issue of time. You will ask me, what is is the right time to engage in a relationship? The Bible in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 8 talks about time. Everything has got time under the sun. So the time will come, God knows exactly when you are going to marry. Because the mistake or the problem is that people, you find that they are are rushing to get into a relationship. If someone is at the college, they tell themselves, if I leave, if I complete here without getting a wife, I'll be nothing. I will never get one. Let me just look around and get whatever is available. That is not the right way. It is not a faith-based person. If you have faith, you know God at the right time. If your wife you'll meet at the varsity or training tertiary institution, you can meet there. If your wife you'll meet at the bus rank, you can meet at the bus rank. If you'll meet in church, you can meet in church. But the right time will come. And when the time has come, you will know that God has approved it. So don't rush. Don't be under peer pressure. From parents sometimes that you should get married at this age or because your friends got married at the certain age, but just wait for God. How do you know that this is the right person? In this one, you have a right. This is one of the most questions young people ask me. How do I know? What I normally say to them is that, listen, you have a right to approach God and speak to him. Just like the young man uh, Gideon, if I can read the book of Judges, Chapter 6, verse uh, 36, I will just read it to to the end. There are a few verses. Just listen. So Gideon said to God, if you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, look, I shall put a flint of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the flint only and it is dry on the ground, then I will know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. And it was so. So when he rose early in the next morning and squeezed the friends together, he wrung the Jew out of the flints and a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry with me, but let me speak just once more. Let me test. I pray just once more uh, with the flints. Let it now be dry only on the flints, <coughs> the flints but on all the ground let there be dew." And God did so that night. It was dry on the fence only, but there was dew on all the ground. What is happening here? This young man wants to be sure that God approves and will give him victory in whatever he was going to do. He says, God, this is a cotton. So if I put it here, if we are going to give me victory, let it be wet and let it be dry, completely dry where I've put it. And it was so. And vis-a-vis the following day, God listened to his request and he proved it. What am I saying to you in your relationships? You have a right to pray to God. God, I want to be sure that this is the right lady for me. And you can put your conditions as God, as Gideon said. And I must tell you this. You don't have to do this thing driven by greed or by lust because you should know very well that It is God who will answer. If he says no, no matter how much you have feelings for that particular person, you then have to continue. So if you come to this stage, you have to be in a point of total yielding to God, yielding to his direction, making sure that you will listen to what he says. If God says, okay, this is the right one, now you can continue. But if he says no, you just stop and go ahead to another person or with your prayers, because this is not the right person. So the mistake that young people do is that they think, no, I have prayed, and this is it. This is the right person. I must follow, and yet God has said no. God knows you 10 years down the line. He knows the person 10 years down the line. He knows him 20 years down the line, 30 years, how he will react when there are people around on whatever condition. Because the mistakes that we have is that let me date and let me learn how he behaves in different situations. Why is that is good? I don't dispute dating. It is a good thing. But you can never know a person. A person is dynamic and changes in his life evolves based on that condition. Losing a job can change a person completely, his character completely. So you can never know a person 100%, regardless of whatever you do, whatever technique, whatever books you read. So you need God to guide you. If you get the right person, you are on the right track. I must say this. It doesn't mean that because you have Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, everything will be smooth. Marriages are attacked each and every day. Life in general is attacked. Your Christian walk is attacked by the devil each and every day. So don't think because I have Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, there are are no problems I'm going to face. Your marriage will also have challenges. But what is good is that if you involve God, you can easily pray if you are encountering a problem. God, we are in a problem. My wife does not behave the way I like You led me to him. Help me now. Because you involved God. So involve God in your relationship as a young person and yield to his direction. It might be someone you like and you have these feelings when you're around him or when you're around her. But if God says no, let it be no. It's so sad, but God knows you down the line. Keep your faith in him. As we come to an end, what am I saying? Let us not engage in relationships for lustful uh, reasons, as the Bible says. But let's have our relationships in a holy and honorable way. And when you engage into a relationship, you will follow the necessary steps of how you get married. But marriage is something that is official. This has to be you and some witnesses and you get married. It can be a big wedding. It can be just something small, but there should be an officiator. I won't talk about that because that's not important for today. Now, the Bible says <clears throat> no one should take advantage or of or exploit other believers in this way, in the way of being lustful. Don't you take advantage of another person. You should value each and every person. Even if it's a lady, if you are a male, value a lady. Don't take advantage of the person because you feel she's a weaker vessel. You can always push your way into it. Or maybe she's younger than you, you can push your way. There are many ways we abuse. Some they will involve elders or pastors to talk their message to her such that she says yes to whatever you're saying or you use it. Let's not abuse each other, but let us have relationships in a holy and honorable way. And let us not exploit either. Because lust will make you to say he has money. I'm going for the money. I don't know what money brought into our lives. Money cannot buy love. Even if you have money, if the person if the relationship is abusive, it won't work. You can ask people who have been in abusive relationships where there's money, they will let you know that money does is not the solution. What is the solution is love. As we come to an end, you might be in a relationship that is toxic, and it's a relationship that God has not approved or it's a relationship that is outside of his boundaries. It is one that does not honor God. You live as if you are married. You are doing everything like you are married and you know very well you are not god is not happy and that does not honor god or you are in a relationship you have not engaged in a sexual uh, activity but you know you know deep down you feel in your heart this is not the right person and god has not approved actually it happens we've had relationships of people who were together and everything was smooth but they tell you no what we are doing is wrong the spirit does not agree Why? Because that's not the right person. If you are a spiritual person, you will know what I'm talking about. I want to pray for you so you get out of this relationship and you align yourself to God's purpose and into a relationship that honors God. I want to pray for you and know this God has the best for you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for my viewer and for my listener In the name of Jesus Christ, he or she might be in a relationship that is toxic, that does not honor you. Father, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you give him the power to move out of the relationship before it's too late in the name of Jesus Christ. Let him or her not look at the benefits that he is enjoying now over your will and over your direction in the name of Jesus Christ. And I want to pray for those that are actually searching for the life pattern that they move to you and they cling to what you say and yield to your way in the name of Jesus Christ. Show our young people that want to get married. Show them Mr. Wright and Mrs. Wright show them the direction and God guide them in the name of Jesus Christ we pray amen i believe god has talked to you and if you have a problem and you want assistance please feel free to call us and or you to chat with us on whatsapp i believe god has blessed you and your life in relationship will change god bless you and goodbye